worship the Lord right here a little bit. Come on, stretch your hands towards him and worship. Come on, let's declare it all over the temple this morning that there's nobody like him. Nobody that stands before him. Nobody that can beat him. He's undefeatable. He stands alone. He is the greatest power. The greatest power. Nobody, nobody, nobody like him. Come on, Zion. Oh. Nobody like you. Nobody like you. He wipes my tears in the middle of the night. Nobody like him.
beseech you right now for the loving kindness and your tender mercies. We ask you, God, right now to let your Shekinah glory fall down among the midst of your people. We of ourselves can do nothing, but we look unto you who is able to do all things exceedingly and abundantly. In you there is no failure. In you there is no death but life. Oh God, right now, Touch this world, God. Touch the nation. Touch these United States, oh God. Oh God, we ask you right now to eradicate this pandemic once and for all. Oh God, right now, we know that you are able for you to declare by your holy word when you ask, is there anything too hard for God? Oh God, we know that you will take the impossible and make it possible. You will take the crooked place and make it straight, oh God. We look up unto the mountains, oh God. Oh God, for we know that you are there. Oh God, even when we are in the midst of the valley, we know that you are there. Oh God, even when we are going through despair, turmoil, and there seem that there is no way out. But oh God, you are that way, oh God. Oh God, even when we hit rock bottom, we can say, Jesus is the rock at the bottom. Oh, God, right now, oh, God, we ask you right now, because our hope is built on you, on nothing less than your blood and your righteousness, oh, God. Touch the broken homes right now, oh, God, where there's turmoil and confusion, that you will make it peace and tranquility, oh, God. We ask your God right now to touch these bodies afflicted with sickness. For, you, for we know that sickness is not of you. You came that we may have life and life more abundantly. In you there is life, O oh God. There is no death. Death has no victory, O oh God. We, we stand right now. We stand in on faith. For we know without faith it is impossible to please you. Oh, God, right now, touch someone's finances right now, oh, God. It seems like that they don't know which way to turn or which way out. But, oh, God, let them rely on you. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. We have not because we ask not, Lord Jesus. We ask you, God, right now to touch Greater Refuge Temple, Washington, D.C., oh, God. We, your people, oh, God, we ask you, God, to touch the shepherd of this flock, oh God. 
as he continue to nurture and feed us diligently, O oh God, as the charge has been kept. And for, for this, we will forever be grateful. We acknowledge your praise. We give you the glory. O oh God, we give you the honor. For all glory and honor belongs to thee. And O oh God, as these lips of clay, O oh God, as we say, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Bless the Lord. We ask you to remain standing if you have your, your Bibles. We're going to be coming out of Psalms today. Psalms, the 122nd chapter, beginning at the first verse. Psalm 122 and 1. And saints of God, as we make our place back up to the house of worship, I found no scripture that no, no scripture that will, will sum it up. In spite of this pandemic, we can say in verse 1, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together. Whether the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord unto the testimony of Israel to give thanks unto the name of the Lord. For they are set thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Peace be within thy walls and prosperity within thy palaces. For my brethren and companions' sakes, I will now say, peace be within thee. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek thy good. May the Lord forever have a blessing to the reading of his holy word in Jesus' name.
How many have that testimony? You don't know what he's done for me. Yes, I do. I love him. I love him. Yes, I do. 
should have that testimony. I love the Lord. I just love him. Hallelujah. Just because he who he is. I love him. I love him. He's been so good to me. I love him. Hallelujah. He woke us up this morning. Hallelujah. Somebody didn't rise this morning, but because you got life in your body. Hallelujah. He loved you. He loved us first. Hallelujah. So we love him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hey, this is offering time in the building, in the temple. Hallelujah, offering time in the temple, hallelujah. Don't stop praising him, don't stop praising God. We're going to praise him with our offering, with our sacrifice. Hallelujah. As the deacons assemble themselves, hallelujah. In the temple, hallelujah. Those that's home virtually, there'll be the methods of how to pay or give your offering by the technicians. We'll put it up. Hallelujah. This is good soil. This is good ground. Hallelujah. Blessed. It's blessed here. Hallelujah. Blessed to be a giving. Be a blessing to be able to give. Hallelujah. At this time, I ask that you please stand as we bless the offering. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for allowing us to see another day. Oh, God, we just praise your holy name for, hallelujah, life, health, and strength, Lord, for the activities of our limbs, Lord, a sound mind. Father, we just praise you, Lord, praise, Lord, that you've blessed us, Lord, to be able to be a blessing. Oh, God, we ask that you have your hand upon this offering, Lord. Bless the gift as well as the giver, Lord. Oh, Lord, use it for the upbuilding of your kingdom, Lord, that you be glorified through it, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord, that you have your way through it, Lord. Touch right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, every hand that give, Lord, every foot that bring it, in the name of Jesus, have your way. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. And now in the usher's hand.
Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your giving in Jesus' name. At this time, hallelujah, the Bible says, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out the mouth of God. Hallelujah. It's time to get excited for the word of God as our pastor, our pastor, Bishop W. Michael Fields, comes with a mighty word. Pray for him. Stand to your feet as, as he comes in Jesus' name. Let's give Jesus some praise. He's worthy. Come on, give him glory in the house. Hallelujah. 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 Come on and give him praise. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. I honor the Lord Jesus Christ today because he is the boss and I'm so grateful for his goodness. Are you glad to be in God's house on today? We honor him because he is the giver of life. It is because of him that we are still here. Had it not been for the Lord, we would not be here today and I'm grateful. Don't know about you, but here's another day the Lord has brought us to and he's yet keeping us and those of you who have connected with us via live stream. You, too, have a reason to give the Lord some praise. So wherever you are, whoever you are, put your hands together one more time and give Jesus some praise. Yes, we honor also all of the men of God, our assistant pastor and the deacons and missionaries and mothers and to our first lady and to all of the people of God. Amen. Let's give each other a hand. I've said it many times, this season has really taught me that we should not take anything for granted. Yes, because so many things and so many people that were here are no longer here. But for some reason, the Lord has kept us here. Uh, I don't know why. Yes. Yes, and, and uh, don't know why he kept me. Uh, but I'm glad that I'm still here. And... I understand what Hezekiah meant when he said the grave cannot praise your name neither hallelujah can the dead glorify you but the living shall praise thee hallelujah anyone alive in this house today give Jesus one more praise glory father we love you and we're so grateful for another opportunity to sing praises unto you to worship you even to hear your word speak to us now we ask you know what we need you know all that we've been going through every situation every tear that's been shed you know it all father we ask that you would speak to us today please lord don't let us leave here the same way that we've come send us home rejoicing send us home delivered and set free Send us home healed and delivered. Send us home, oh God, with a mighty move in our lives. Bless us through your word, we ask in Jesus' name. Say it with me, in Jesus' name. Amen. The gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 10, the 50th verse is where I'm going to focus on. But I want to read the entire segment of Scripture's leading up to that point 
So I'll begin reading at verse 46. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more a great deal, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. They called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he casting away his garment rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? And the blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word, sanctified in our hearts that we may grow thereby. The 50th verse is where I want to glean my thought. And he casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus and he casting away his garment rose and came to Jesus. I want to use briefly as a subject this morning, I don't want this anymore. You may be seated. I don't want this anymore. I've read to you out of the gospel according to St. Mark and Many may not know, most may, but Mark is his surname. His real name is John Mark. This fact is mentioned in the book of Acts, I believe around the 25th chapter, and you'll see it again, reference to this in the 15th chapter of Acts. Paul makes reference to us as he writes in the book of Colossians, chapter 4, verse 10, he says, Erastachus, my fellow prisoner, salutes you, and Marcus, sister son to Barnabas, touching whom ye receive commandments, if he come unto you, receive him. It is there that we are told that he was Barnabas's cousin, same Barnabas who accompanied Paul on his first missionary journey. And we understand from reading the book of Acts that there was some friction there because in the midst of this missionary journey, things proved a bit difficult for the young Mark then. And according to Paul, he abandoned them in the middle of their mission. They were in a place called Pamphylia, and he runs back to Jerusalem, and Paul had an issue with this. So when it came time for his second missionary journey, uh, Barnabas said, well, let's take cousin Mark with us. And Paul said, oh, no, uh, he deserted us uh, before. We can, we can do this without him. And there was some buildup, some some friction and there are those who 
after reading this, speculate that it was due to a lack of spiritual maturity on Mark's part. He, he may have not realized how difficult the ministry may have been. You know, sometimes people get caught up in how it looks and how it seems. They, they look at the glitter and it seems like it's prosperous and even easy, but when he got in the midst of the work, he realized that it wasn't as easy as it looks, and he just packed his stuff and went back to Jerusalem. But uh, uh, Paul, when he's ready to leave, he says, let's leave him here. And according to scripture, they separated. Paul picked up another helper, and Barnabas would take his cousin, and they went to another section. But the ministry continue. Just say it with me. But the ministry continued. We'll find out later that they didn't hold grudges like some folks do, but later on they would reconcile and we would discover that Mark would continue to grow and mature. Reconcile with Paul. I don't know exactly when it happened, but we'll find in Paul's later writings that he would include Mark even tell them to send Mark my way so he can bless me and help me in this ministry. So Mark's growth perhaps may have been due to the time that he spent with Peter. Uh, Peter was a little different from Paul, even though it may seem like Paul was abrasive. There's no one more abrasive uh, than Peter, you know. He was the fella that carried a knife in his back pocket, so perhaps Hanging out with Peter got him to grow up and grow up quick. But we see, hallelujah, later on that Mark would write in his maturity. Even uh, we discover that because he spent so much time with Peter, uh, his writing was similar to the style of Peter's writing. And there were those theologians and those who studied the word who who would say that it seems like Mark's gospel can even uh, appear to be like the memoirs of Peter. Uh, he does not waste time as the other gospels, and I shouldn't use the phrase waste time. He simply does not use the genealogy of Jesus Christ. He gets right in to the nitty-gritty of the gospel. He would begin his book by saying, here beginneth the gospel of Jesus Christ. We know from history that he is targeting uh, Roman believers, particularly Gentiles. And you might notice, as uh, forestated, that Mark's book is a bit shorter than the other three Gospels. He does this intentional because he wants those who are listening and reading to really understand what was going on. I don't want to be fancy with this. I don't want to use any big words. I just want you to know that Jesus came to save the lost. He wasn't like others who came before him or others who were trying to imitate him. He did not come, hallelujah, to start a club or any kind of social movement. He came to save us from our sins. Hallelujah. He doesn't waste time with it. He doesn't mix words. He wants these Gentiles to understand that you have an opportunity to know 
the Savior of the world. Don't miss this opportunity. Don't just, uh, hallelujah, hear me speaking and don't make any changes in your life. Jesus is the real deal. Say it to somebody, Jesus is the real deal. Yes, he's the one we've been waiting for. He, he's the one that we've been talking about. You've heard rumors of a healer and a deliverer. Well, he's here now. Don't miss your opportunity to get your deliverance. Don't miss your opportunity to be set free. Jesus can loose you from any situation. So the way he writes the story of Jesus, his writing style, it, he's not reporting to us any particular plan formula that Jesus had. In other words, we discover from reading Mark's gospel that many hallelujah, people would receive their blessings through interruptions while he's traveling to go somewhere while he's on his way to do something he would be interrupted on his way I call that spontaneous ministry he didn't turn you away because you weren't in his agenda he didn't see your name on his calendar but whoever needed Jesus he would meet their needs all you needed was faith I hear the word say you must first believe that he is God and then that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. The Bible would oftentimes discuss with us, hallelujah, how Jesus would be abruptly interrupted and it would also reveal his response he wasn't like some folks who were too busy to take time to talk to you he he wasn't like some folks who will say well call me back in about 30 minutes whenever you needed him he was there you remember the centurion when Jesus is on his way to Capernaum it was this centurion that came to him pleading said Lord my servant is lying at home paralyzed dreadfully tormented I need you hallelujah and Jesus immediately said out of his mouth I will come and heal him but the centurion says no I'm not worthy that you should even come to my house just speak a word and then the Bible says that very hour his servant was healed look down your row and said all I need is a word from God yes and there's something that I love about Jesus he always has a word hallelujah the right time the right place the right moment he knows what to say how to say it and you remember hallelujah Jesus would go visit Peter and they're in the house and the Bible says immediately after Jesus goes to Peter's house 
Bibles, he notices that Peter's mother-in-law has taken sick with a fever. The Bible tells us, and it is true, it's in the word, that Jesus goes out of his way to heal her without even being asked. Hallelujah. She gets healed and immediately gets up and begins to serve Jesus. She said, I can't just sit here after he's blessed me like this. I've got to serve him, Lord, whatever you need, whatever you need me to do, I'm going to do it for you. You've did it for me. Hallelujah. There are folks in this room right now. He did it for you even before you had a chance to say anything out of your mouth. He was there. He moved it. He, he blessed it. He touched it. And she said, I'm going to serve the Lord. You remember even there was an interruption by his disciples. Matthew records it. And the Bible says Jesus would go into a boat and they followed him and as soon as they got out in the water a storm arose but Jesus goes down into the ship and he takes a nap they interrupt his sleep and said don't you care that we're going to perish hallelujah the Bible says uh, we are perishing Lord save us how can you sleep at a time like this understand he was both human and divine he he was sleeping in the flesh uh, but it had already been recorded he that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps he, uh, he was interrupted uh, another time where he comes back from the land of the Gadarenes and he had soon returned from crossing the Sea of Galilee and he's approached by a man who had a legion of demons and the Bible said when they saw him they said have you come to torment us before our time you remember the story he ends up casting the demons into the wine but it happened as he's on his way to another place you remember Jairus who got up early in the morning he, he had a daughter that was 12 years old and, and came to Jesus and said my baby girl is sick I need you to come to my house I'm afraid if you don't come she'll pass away and he must have said yes because while he's on his way the people thronged him and immediately the gospels turned to a woman who had an issue of blood she, she interrupts him with a touch and he stops in the middle of the street and says who touched me all of that happened by way of an interruption look down your row and say interruption because many of you have had interruptions trying to get 
to Jesus. Things have happened. Problems have arose and God just dropped something in my spirit to share with you. That interruption will not keep me from giving you what I want you to have. Touch somebody if you can. If you can't touch them, stare at them real good and say, but you're destined for a miracle. Hallelujah. Here in the gospel of Mark, the story that I just read, it actually records another interruption. This was an interruption, though, that was into the events of the Lord's passion. And whenever you hear that word, it simply means the story of his arrest, his his trial, his suffering, and finally his crucifixion. The word passion in the the Latin language, it simply means to suffer, to bear, to carry, or to endure. I hear the writer of Hebrews when he's talking about my Jesus. He, He says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. The backdrop of the scripture that I've read brings us to a place where Jesus was getting ready to fulfill his promise. He said, I know you. Hallelujah. You're excited about the miracles and the blessings, but I want you to know that the Son of Man, just as Jonah, hallelujah, would rest three days in the grave, so shall it be with me. But on the third day I'm going to rise. I'm, I'm going to turn myself into the magistrates. But I want you to understand that no man can take my life. I'm going to lay it down. Hallelujah. My kingdom has come with power. And I want you to understand that this power is far beyond your imagination. This, this is the kind of power that can loose you even from the grips of death. I came to die for your sins. So uh, he's on his way. He begins to make his journey from Jericho into uh, Jerusalem. It is the Passover that's getting ready to take place. Uh, And historically every year during this time there there would be pilgrims making their way uh, into Jerusalem. Jerusalem to celebrate when Jesus, or rather when Jehovah, had brought Israel out of Egypt land. You remember where a lamb that had been slain, and there was a lamb for every household, and the blood would be smeared on the doorpost of every 
every believer and God said when I see the blood I will pass over you well that lamb in the Old Testament represented Jesus the lamb that had been slain from the foundation of the world that's why when John the Baptist would introduce my savior he says behold the lamb of God hallelujah I hear that song in my spirit that says you don't have to kill a lamb anymore you, you won't have to put any blood on the door Jesus has taken the place of the lamb he is the great I am I feel this in my in my spirit he, he's on his way and he has sacrifice on his mind you can't have a Passover without a lamb so the lamb of God is on his way to Jerusalem but alongside the road there was another crowd a parade if you please of watchers this was before his triumphant entry into Jerusalem there was a crowd gathering parade watchers curiosity seekers those who were too poor or sinful or, or diseased or handicapped to make the journey into Jerusalem and by now you could imagine that it's much more than just a crowd the Bible says it's a great multitude so you could imagine the noise people were chanting the Jews were chanting reciting the word even singing songs of Zion remembering what was done in the days of past how his people had been delivered and there were those who hallelujah they recognized Jesus he's the one that healed me he's the one that delivered me and then there were those who had heard about Jesus but they had not received their blessing yet and this man he just heard that Jesus was around and he begins to start screaming in the midst of the noise I'm talking about blind Bartimaeus he starts screaming he's screaming and now it might seem foolish because who would scream in the midst of noise there's already noise unbearable noise if you were there perhaps you would have covered your ears it was no longer a crowd it was a multitude of people but this man he was blind naturally I don't know if he was born that way or not but he heard that Jesus was close by and he asked 
adds his voice to the crowd. Now, I submit to you that it took faith for him to scream in the middle of noise that already existed. Let me explain further. You've got to have faith to believe that he can hear you in the midst of so many others that also need something from God. I don't want you to miss me. I don't want you to walk past me. I don't, I don't want you to get away from me. And I, I know there are people around that need you too. But while on earth, others what calling don't pass me by I've got to find a way to get your attention I've got to find a way for you to recognize that I have a need in my life hallelujah I know there are some folks ahead of me and there are others beside me here is where it was good that he was blind he, he could not see the expressions of others. He didn't have time to get wrapped up in the opinions of other people. I need something from Jesus. My brother, my sister, you've got to have enough faith to add your voice to the crowd and then believe that he heard me. He's got to hear me. I don't know about anyone else, but he's got to hear me. I need a miracle. I need a breakthrough. I need it. I need it. How many of you today, you have a need in your life? And you're in the midst of all of this noise. Scream, baby, scream. Shout it out of your mouth. I need you. I can't deal with this anymore. I need a breakthrough. I need you. Some of y'all ain't said nothing yet. And you have not. Because you asked not. You better open your mouth. You better holler. You better scream. You better shout it out. Hey, come. I feel the Holy Ghost in the temple. In the midst of the noise, there's a disrupting voice. Jesus. Jesus in the midst of the chanting in the midst of the singing in the midst of hallelujah the clamoring and in the midst of the shouting there's a disrupting voice Jesus Jesus Ah, 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 Lord. Ah. 
Sometimes you gotta interrupt your own situation. You gotta interrupt your pain. Excuse me, pain. But I need a miracle. I can't concentrate on you anymore. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. I heard in your word that they that call on your name shall be saved. Jesus. Son of David, have mercy on me, Jesus, you're a healer, Jesus, you're a way maker, Jesus, you're a burden bearer, Jesus, your strength to the weak, Jesus, Lily of the Valley, Jesus, but he calls him son, Son of David, he was indicating his royal origin, King of Kings. Can I preach in here? Lord of Lords, said the heavens are his throne, and the earth is his footstool. Although he was wrapped in a manger, he was still Lord of the universe. Although he was born among animals and laid in the trough, he was God wrapped in flesh and his throne shall live forever and the scepter shall never fall from his hand lean on somebody and say he's my king he's my lord Royal Majesty, hey God, he was also called the son of Abraham, and whenever the Bible calls him that, it indicates that he was an Israelite, stop phrases, son of Abraham, son of David, he was a descendant and every time you looked at Jesus you have to be reminded of the promises that were made hallelujah to David and to Abraham the blessing will overtake you and in blessing I bless you and in multiplying I multiply and whoever blesses you I'll bless them and whoever curses you I'll curse them and Paul picked it up talking to the people of God he says that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we 
that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Look at somebody and say, Jesus is my gift. And without him, I would be nothing. And without him, I would fail. And without him, I would be drifting like a ship without a sail. He's my everything. And he was on his way to Jerusalem. All of this noise all around him. And Bartimaeus is screaming, Jesus, thou son of David. Somebody else in here. You need to scream his name one more time. Jesus, I need you, Jesus. I can't make it without you, Jesus. I need to turn around in my life, Jesus. And something happened in the middle of the noise. Something happened in the midst of all the hollering and screaming. Hey, God. Oh, hallelujah. Here's this man screaming. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And there were those around him telling him to shut up. Stop it. The nerve of you to try to shut me down when I'm on my way to a blessing. Look at somebody down here and say, neighbor, I don't mean no harm. But if you ain't gonna help me, you need to leave me alone. I'm on a mission. You don't know how long I've had to deal with this. You don't know how long he was sitting by the wayside. He was a beggar. He was blind. He was a mess. And now you want me to shut my mouth. But the more they told him to shut up, the louder he got. That's what you need. You need somebody who's determined. I don't care what you say. I don't care how you feel about it. Jesus. I don't care if I'm getting on your nerves. Jesus. I need your help. I need your help. Jesus. And verse 49. Hey God. The Bible says Jesus stood still. He 
is the interruption because I told you he was on his way to Jerusalem I told you it was noisy I told you there were pilgrims making their way into Jerusalem and I told you about the other crowd hey Lord sinners diseased homeless messed up jacked up stain down your road and say and such was some of us but he heard he heard he heard my cry he could have ignored me but he stood still he could have kept walking but he stood still he could have just looked and walked away but screaming somebody say but he stood still he saw me in my mess he stood still you want to know how to get his attention you gotta scream you gotta wave your hand wave it in the air like you just don't care Jesus, 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 if I'm getting on your nerves, if I'm saying Jesus, you better check your spirit, Jesus, Jesus, demons tremble, name Jesus Jesus bodies are healed by that name Jesus Jesus doors swing open at that name he stood still and said come here I got a word for somebody he told me to tell you if you call him He'll call you. If you call him, he'll bring you closer. Come here. I hear the Holy Ghost say, Come here. I hear the Holy Ghost say, Come here. Who is it in here? You've been calling his name all week long. You've been calling his name all through the pandemic I hear Jesus say I'm here I'm standing still How? come here come here all of you who are heavy burden come here hey God hey God 
hey God and they looked around the same people that were telling him to shut up he said look Jesus wants you he's calling you be of good comfort he's calling you I got a word for somebody even before I finish the message I need you to go just go fist bump somebody and say it's gonna be all right it's gonna be all right don't listen to the crowd it's gonna be all right it's gonna be all right go tell one more person it's gonna be all right it's gonna be all right it's gonna be all I feel a breakthrough in my spirit go to three more people give them a fist bump and say all right all right Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. It is at the 50th verse that the Holy Ghost told me to stop there. He said, Fields, I want you to rest your feet on the 50th verse and read it to the people. It said, Casting away his garment. That was his response. He threw away his garment. He jumped up and he went to Jesus. He threw his garment to the side. He jumped up and he went to Jesus. I understand this. There is a significance in the coat that he was wearing. It was given out by the government. Hallelujah. To signify his social status. Every time people saw that coat, they knew something was wrong with him. They knew he was a beggar. Section 8. Ghetto brother. Broke and disgusted. And above all, he's blind. Hallelujah. He couldn't go to work. He had nothing to offer. Hallelujah. And he would be considered as a person that had no purpose. He had on the beggar's coat. But I hear a word. Say, I'll make you the head and not the tail. I'll put you above only and not beneath. And I'll make you a lender and not a borrower. Scream at somebody and say, get ready, get ready. He's about to change your situation. Get ready, get ready. I'm about to turn it around. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Come on, children. Spin around. I'm going to turn it for you. Spin around again. And talk to somebody. And tell him he's getting ready to fix this. I'm coming out of this better. The devil is a liar. Hey. So when he heard it was his turn. When he found out that God heard him in the midst of the noise, he threw away his coat. Hey, God, he got rid of it. Look at your neighbor and tell him, I don't want this anymore. He was making a bold declaration. He was saying, I don't need this coat no more. I don't want to be bothered anymore with how you feel about what I'm going through. I took it to Jesus and I got a feeling that everything going to be all right. Yeah. He was making a declaration I'm going to be healed and I don't have to depend on nobody but Jesus say yeah I hear another song in my spirit can't nobody do me like Jesus he he he, he's my friend thank you Lord there's one more thing before I take my seat that Bartimaeus' coat represented it gives us a picture of the coat of sin we had on our back Every one of us was clothed in our own sinfulness. Hallelujah. But he stopped in his tracks and he washed me in his blood. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus what can make me whole again nothing but the plan of Jesus oh precious is that flow that makes me whiter than you know look at somebody and tell them how do you like how I look now you should have seen me I was a mess but I gave him my old filthy garment and he gave me a robe a pure white I took off the old man and I put on the new man and I told the devil I don't want this no more all I want is Jesus say yeah anybody in here 
need to get rid of something Jesus said throw it away get rid of it now throw it cast it away and I'll give you something new to wear throw away your pain and I'll give you a praise throw away your depression and I'll give you joy throw it away throw it away you must want to keep it but look at somebody and say if you don't want it throw it away and he'll give you something new say yeah say yeah say yeah say yeah say yeah say yeah I feel a praise in my spirit I feel a praise in my bosom somebody help me praise the name of Jesus somebody help me lift up his name somebody help me praise him praise him somebody help me here would be yet another interruption it's getting ready to be Passover and this man made such a ruckus listen I'd like to think that because he was outnumbered because there were so many more voices than his one voice it was a miracle that Jesus was able to make a distinction between his voice and everyone else's voice. Did you not know that we could all scream his name out at the same time? We could all pray a different prayer at the same time. And not only will he hear your voice, but he won't mix my blessing with your blessing. Hey, hey, hey. Every now and then, when we come home, someone else's mail is in our mailbox. And I'm like, how in the world? My name is Fields. It's not Johnson. It's not Green. It's not. And, every, and the numbers are different. But every now and then, someone else's mail is in my box. You ever had that experience? But Jesus will never make that mistake. You will never receive my mail, and I would never receive your mail. Not only does he hear him, but he stands still. How is he able to pick him out of the crowd? And he says, come, come. And as soon as they told him that Jesus wants you, that's a message in itself. Jesus wants me. Just touch yourself and say, he wants me. Oh, wretched man that I am. Jesus. <laughs> he wants me. 
in the condition that I'm at in. Jesus wants me. This is where we all need to lift our hands. Because he showed no partiality. He did not hold your condition against you. He did not demean or belittle you because of your condition. He just said, come, come, come. He's sitting by the highway begging and he says, come. The Bible doesn't say someone helped him there. The Bible didn't say he had anyone hold his hand. It simply says he throws his garment away. Casting away his garments, he jumps up and he came to Jesus. My situation is about to change with hands raised. Father, I've shared what you've given me to share with them. Something's getting ready to happen. Hey, God. But you reminded us today, it's not time to be silent. Open up your mouth, make it known. I need you, Lord. It's not time to sit there and be reserved. To tolerate the situation any longer. Open your mouth and make some noise. Lord, I need you. Time out for just sitting there and rocking and crying and feeling sorry for yourself. Jesus is here. Open your mouth and say, Lord, touch me. Hallelujah. Glory. I need you to do something by faith may seem silly and you don't have to do it if you don't want to do it but those of you who will just do this by faith imitate the actions of this blind man when he knew that Jesus was beckoning for him he threw his garment to the side does not Paul say lay away every weight lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets you whatever you've been wearing that you need to discard just by making the motion just cast it to the side just cast it to the side and the second thing that he did the bible says he jumped up he got up if you receive the word get up stand up on your feet hey God I feel a breakthrough in this house. Oh, God. And the last thing he did, the Bible says he came to Jesus. Now, there's a bunch of us in here, so you don't have to move. You can stay right there and just lift those hands and give Jesus the best praise you have right now. and call his name Jesus. Oh. Hallelujah. 
Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. Hey. Glory. Hey God, he's a hallelujah. Those of you who have joined us a live stream I need to minister to you first you may have a need of prayer put your name in the comment section won't you as we develop this electronic prayer line whatever you need from the Lord he is able we're going to call on his name with you and for you hallelujah he'll stand still and he'll move on your behalf yes he will Glory, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Put your name in the comment section as we begin to establish this line. We want God to do something for us. We want God to move on our behalf. We need a miracle. We need a change. We need a blessing. And the only one that can do it is Jesus. Yes, glory to God. Praying for Michelle Sims and family, Denise Hall, the Tucker family, Samantha Joyner, we're praying for you. And the names are still coming in. Sister Linda Davis, yes, we're praying for you. Let's bow our heads. Father, as the names continue to come in, so many need you, Lord. So many voices. <laughs> so much noise around us. But we believe, Lord, that you'll hear our voice in the midst of the crowd. And you'll touch us. You'll heal. You'll deliver. We believe that you will and that you can. Stop by every home. Stop by every household. Step in that room, Father. Hear the cries of your people and touch, heal, set free, and deliver. Be counted done in the name of Jesus. Everybody say it with me in the name of Jesus. Now put those hands together. Won't you give Jesus some praise? Right where you are, even in your living room, even in your car. Just put your hands together. Come on, praise him. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy of the glory. Those of you who are in the house with me, you desire prayer. The altar is ready. Come. Come. When he knew that Jesus was beckoning for him, he threw away his garment and he came to Jesus. Come. Come. Whatever you need, 
Jesus can do it for you. Come. Come, come. God bless you. Pastor Fields here. I want to thank you for joining us today in our virtual sanctuary, worshiping with us today. I realize that you could have gone to someone else's church, worshiped with another congregation, but I believe God had you with us today, connected with Greater Refuge Temple of Washington, D.C. And we're honored to have you, honored to worship with you, I want you to stay connected, please do. Our technician will put that on the screen, how you can continue to connect with this ministry as we continue to connect with the will of our Father. We love you. We appreciate the time that you spent with us today. And it is my prayer that God spoke to your spirit and blessed your very life. God bless you till we meet again. Shalom, shalom.